Hustle and Pro. I'm your host, Kelly Walker. So this is episode 146. And I'm recording this at the end, the tail end of March 2022. And I can't help but when I hear March 2022, I can't help but go backwards and think about what the last two years has done and changed and just even my small, small piece of, of the world. Um, you know, when I talk about this podcast, um, so much has changed in the two years since the world sort of shut down and we stopped seeing sports and, and living in the sports world that we all love. Um, and it's affected so many things, so many personal stories and heartache and, um, you know, loss. And, um, when I think about business it how it affected the company that published this podcast for a couple years and how that has transitioned what I'm doing today with this podcast, it all is just sort of seems sort of full circle. I'm starting this fourth year, my fourth season or fourth series as I have them tagged in Apple um, podcasts. But, you know, I've been really reflecting a lot lately on Hustle and Pro and what am I doing and what's next? And people ask me all the time, is this your full-time job? And is this like your work? Well, it is, it's my work. I don't do it full-time. I wish I could only do it full-time. I wish it was my only work, but I have other part-time work, um, you know, responsibilities, um, that all kind of revolve around different sports things and youth sports and writing and the sports world here in Frisco, but, um, hustle and pro is a hobby. Um, I do have sponsors and I do, you know, have a little bit of revenue from some of those things, but it's not nearly enough to call it any more than a really good passion and hobby. Um, and I kind of think of the last year or so it's like, our, it's like the terrible twos when you have a little kid, a little baby. Um, there's some really hard moments in there and some really big struggles, but then it's, you see silver lining and glimmer of hope and like so much love behind something that it's what makes you realize, okay, I can do this. And that this is, this is worth it. Right. Um, so I say terrible twos because just a few weeks ago was the third birthday of Hustle and Pro. I started this in March three years ago. And so we've completed full three full years and now we're moving on to that fourth year. Um, and so, yeah, this last year had a lot of ups and downs. I mean, um, a year ago at this time, I knew I was going to probably um, have the opportunity to take Hustle and Pro solo, like independently by myself, which is exciting and terrifying all at the same time. Um, and I spent time over the summer learning, like, how do I actually move these archives and get the actual technology piece and building a little website, um, just to have a home base for everything. And so that's all done. And then I came to you guys in October with really exciting news about being in a studio and I was going video and all that has been great. Um, a huge, huge learning experience for me. Um, I went through a six month sort of trial period with that studio. Um, and in the end I'm done with that, um, that learning experience trial period, all that good stuff. But I mean, man, I learned how to jump in and, um, use a teleprompter and prepare to use a teleprompter. I don't think a lot of people realize some of the prep that goes into just one episode of Hustle and Pro. I, I like to be really prepared and I write out questions um, and all those things had to been, be loaded in the teleprompter well in advance of, you know, 
actually hitting record. And so I learned how to do that and plan. I was recording multiple issue or multiple episodes in one sitting. So I was planning, you know, three to four guests at a time. And maybe all of those were piled up on one day for a month, for a month's worth of episodes. So that was a different pace for me to juggle. Um, but I, you know, I figured that part out. I, I met really good people at the studio and they taught me cool things about just, just some of the different nuances of being in studio. Um, and, you know, like having something in your ear and where to look and all those different things. I didn't know how to do any of that. And so I did learn how to do all that. And it was really fun and really great. I loved the video portion um, that I could be with my guests in person and that people could see them on video. I don't really care that they could see me. In fact, I don't like that part at all. Um, I'm the kind of person that would rather not do my hair and not put on makeup and not get, you know, like ready um, by any means, by any means camera ready. <clears throat> this is about as good as it gets, but that isn't my forte. And so to be on camera was uh, a stretch for me, but, um, the feedback I've gotten about seeing my guests has been so great. I know people love, especially when they're in studio sitting there and that we're talking, uh, I hate the like side view. Oh, that was even harder to finally like ooh, swallow. Seeing myself on camera was one thing. And then seeing like my profile, I just I hate it. It's hard for me. Um, but but it's all worth it when you see the finished product and you make these really great connections. I mean, I think my, one of the ups, the high moments as um, over the past several months was that some of my guests that I have been able to book and get lately have been huge, like huge for me, huge in their sport. Sure. But just huge personally for me to meet and sit down and talk to people like Del Harris and Mark Followell. Like those were just like big, big check boxes, um, for me that I wanted to get to. And so to be able to meet those people and, um, and like have a half hour, hour long conversation with them about their life and sports and their career, has been amazing. So, um, you know, as I go into year four, I know that I absolutely still want to do this. That's one thing I know for sure. Um, when people ask me, are you, are you still doing that podcast? Like, yeah, I'm still doing it. And I will always do it as long as I have a passion for it and I can still find people that want to talk to me. <laughs> and that isn't difficult. I mean, there are people, there's so many stories out there. I mean, I, I do this from youth to pro there are like endless amount of youth athletes around this town that have great stories and great passions and drives and, and ups and downs already in their lives that want to talk about it. So I have no, um, concern at all about finding guests that are interesting. Um, I have some guests coming up and lined up that are interesting. So, so that isn't, um, like a pain point for me at all. Um, the, the look of it is the studio, where am I recording? All of that is a challenge. Um, so after the six months was up in the Frisco studio, just recently, I recorded all of my final ones in January and they're just now rolling out the, the episode before this, I remember 145 with Brian Wysong. That was the last episode I recorded in studio on camera in studio with the help of teams of cool people that know what they're doing. Um, so then, you know, I'm stepping out and I'm changing it up and I'm trying some new things. So about Christmas time, um, 
John Davidson reached out or I reached out, whatever. And we said, let's do a collaboration episode and try something different. Um, I had had John Davidson on twice already. He's a former pro skateboarder and I had him on an episode about esports. That's his world. Um, and he said, let's do something different. Let's go outside of the studio. Can we record the episode skateboarding? And I said, oh, that is not my comfort zone. I don't know. I think I said no. And then, well, I don't know. Let's think about it. Just the whole thing was daunting and scary for me. Um, and so we got to a point where we went and did a little practice run. And I thought, actually, I think we could do this. Maybe it isn't as complicated. It might not sound great, but let's just do it. Like, let's not analyze this to the point of paralysis. Like, let's try it. And so I'm so thankful to John that we did that because um, it was a little weird and rough, but it was really fun. And Max Hilty helped. Max Hilty was on the show not too long ago, um, just in the fall of 2021. He's the trick shot guy multi-sport trick shots. And Max, since he had a skateboarding background, I said, Hey, uh, will you come film since you can be on a skateboard and know what John's doing at the skate park? And he was like, absolutely sure. So once we kind of conquered that episode, they both afterwards, when they knew I wasn't going to be in the studio much longer, they both said, Kelly, like think outside the box, think outside the studio, go do something different, try different things find new locations, like all the athletes that, you know, and that you go and interview, like tap into that, tap into that creativity of what is in their world that you can like show other people. And so, you know, like, what if you're interviewing a Texas legends player as they're shooting free throws or as they're shooting three pointers or whatever their thing is, and like, just have a conversation with them. And so, man, I thought, okay, that I immediately like, yes, that's awesome. But I immediately go to the whole, well, how would I do that logistically? How would I mic them up? How would it sound? How would the bouncing sound? Who would be filming? Where would I film? Is the lighting good? All of those things that makes me, you know, stop making progress on something because I just immediately think of the 20 things as to why I shouldn't do it. Why to, you know, that's too hard. I'm going to say no, but, um, but I'm going to go that route. Um, so not being in studio anymore, uh, I'm going to step out and be at on location back to being on site, which is sort of a full circle thing for me, because when I started hustling pro on day one, you know, with lifestyle Frisco, there wasn't a studio. I used to take my backpack and the zoom recorder, not zoom video conferencing zoom recorder. I have it all back here. Um, I used to take that and sit at someone's place of business or sports or wherever arena Comerica, wherever it was and have these interviews and it was just audio. And so nobody saw where we were. Um, but I'm like, why, why can't I just go back to that? So I can figure out how to have a video piece of it, mic us back up and, and we're still having the same audio conversations, but we're on video too. Um, and the video is not going to be this high level studio quality, but I'm okay with that. I think that's okay. I mean, if I can still deliver a video interview to you guys and, um, talk to these athletes and people in sports, wherever they're at, um, I'm going to do that. So I've done one. I recorded one last week that will come out soon. Haven't edited it yet, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a high school guy who went to state four years, all four years of high school. I mean, when you think about that, that's mind blowing. Most people, 
I mean, your freshman year of high school, you're barely even probably good enough to get to a varsity level in sports. If you're lucky enough that that sport and that school is good enough to go to state, all that good stuff. Well, he went four times. So anyways, you know, I said, where are we going to record? Oh, it stressed me out. Where are we going to do this? Where are we going to shoot? Well, let's do it at where you train. So I thought, oh, this is going to be so hard to set up. How am I going to get permission? It all worked out. Um, Connor's mom, of course, she knows the natatorium and all the people and all that good stuff. She's a mom, swim mom. So she knew. And so she's like, yeah, let's do it there. So we just went and set up and we're recording in the, at the pool, you know, the indoor, the swim center, the brand new FISD swim center, which is amazing. Uh, so you'll see that on next week's episode, but, um, and I'm, I'm learning from that already. I didn't do a very good job. The interview part is one thing. I feel like I have that a little bit under control now after 140 of these. Um, I can prepare and write my questions and kind of know what I want to pull out. Um, That part is one thing, but I put the mic on myself wrong. It was on this side and I was talking to him on this side. So I'm looking over here the whole time and my mic's over here. So I was my audio is bad. Um, and then of course you see my hair and when that hits my mic, it's fuzzy and all these things. And I'm watching it back going, Oh man, I really missed the mark on that one. First video one out of the gate. Not great. Um, but it is what it is. And it's, it's, I'm going to publish it and it's, you know, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be good enough for what I want to put out there and accomplish. This episode is brought to you by The Pit, performance indoor training. The Pit has three training and entertainment complexes in the DFW area that offer both indoor and outdoor elite soccer training. The Pit offers league play for co-ed, youth, and adult leagues. And for training, the Junior Academy is for ages 2 through 6, plus the Pit Soccer Academy for ages 5+. plus. And goalkeeper training is offered as well. To learn more about The Pit Frisco, Plano, or Roanoke, head to performanceindoortraining.com. For one-on-one tutoring for every student, all ages and all subjects, call Tutor Doctor. They even make house calls. They provide in-home or online learning for all types and all goals. And don't forget Tutor Doctor for SAT and ACT test prep. So call for your free consultation today. 972-703-9344 or go to tutordoctor.com slash Frisco. Tutor Doctor, how learning hits home. So the question of what do I want from the show? Like, what do I want for me? What am I trying to deliver to you, the audience? You know, and I think after, after this studio trial, I've realized things that aren't as important to me. Um, and things that are. So I'm not caught up on me being all gussied up on camera and being in the studio is really cool. Um, and all that's great, but, um, there's so, so many cons to that also that I realize I don't like, um, just a a lot to get into with that, but like, I don't, I don't really like sitting there and and getting mic'd up and all this time and all the delays and waiting on other people. I'm, I'm more of an independent worker. So there's so many things that I'm like, you know, I think I'd rather just be independent and pop around town, um, and still, still have a video product to give out. So I don't really care about the in-studio, um, finished product. Um, 
I wanted it to look like I was, you know, at Toyota stadium at somewhere and have this big background. Like I had all this envision going into that, um, studio and it's not really how it played out. I mean, it ended up, you know, with the brick wall behind me and which is fine, but I don't know. It's, it doesn't, none of that is that important to me. Um, what's important is just the conversation, having guests that have something to say. And I mean, there's so many great stories out there, even if it's, it's a sad, you know, a story about sadness or, um, a really big struggle in their sports life or in their personal life, but they're a sports person or whatever it is. There's so many tentacles that reach out when someone's talking about their story. Um, so it's really just being able to keep sitting down and talking to people, hearing from them and bringing that, those stories and interviews to my audience. So I have been so like, like shocked lately when people come up to me and tell me, Oh, I'm, I'm halfway through that Del Harris episode and I love it. It's so great. And I laughed like, I know it's long, but they're like, yeah. Um, or man, I really liked the episode with so-and-so or, Oh, I saw that you were on with Tony Ortiz or, or, Oh, you had this, um, you know, Wakeland soccer kid on and, Oh, my kid goes to school with him or we know him from FC Dallas club and all these things and the different connections that people have with my guests, or they never heard of him or never knew about him. And then they learned about him from me. Um, but when I hear, when people come up to me and talk to me about episodes, they listen to, I'm just shocked. Um, because I don't know who's listening. I, I see a few numbers to be honest. I don't see, I don't, <laughs> I'm not, too far into the numbers in the back end, because I really don't think that many people are listening. Um, and I'm not really here for like this big growth moment where like, I'm just pushing really hard for numbers. I would love bigger numbers, but just to have, um, family and friends and people that I really didn't know, listen, come up and talk about that. They're listening is really cool. Um, and that's like, that makes me feel great and makes me realize that I'm doing something right. And just to keep, keep going. Um, the Becky Thomas episode was really touching. That was over the summer. And we talked about her loss with Kurt Thomas. And I mean, I cried and I think she cried and it was really hard, but the feedback we've gotten from that episode has been really powerful. I mean, so many people listened and, um, felt it too, felt the emotion in that too. And I think it was cathartic for her and for me too, just with my past and my background and my dad and everything. And so, you know, um, those are the kinds of things I want. I just want to keep those, the connections, the connections off the camera and off the interview that I have with these people is really valuable to me or really not valuable. Um, important and like precious. I love that once I've talked to somebody on this podcast, like I'm connected to them and I keep up with them and I follow them on social and I comment on their stuff or they email me or whatever it is. And, and we have good relationships going forward. And so, I mean, gosh, 146 episodes in, I mean, that's, a, that's a lot of people that I've met doing this, this podcast and have lasting relationships with many of them. And so that's really important to me. So those are the things I want to keep doing. Um, so I have some guests coming up that I'm excited about as always. I mean, rarely do I have a guest on that I'm not excited about. And I do, you know, I, I turn people down if I get people that reach out and ask to be on the show. And if it's not something that makes me very excited, um, I say, no, 
um, for whatever reason, um, because I just don't, I don't want to have a boring conversation. And I know some of my episodes are better than others. Some of them I record or I listen back when I'm publishing and I'm like, not my best, (laughs) kind of boring, nothing really my, you know, life revealing or life changing or really big stuff in those episodes. But you know, there's always some good ones and there's always some bad ones. And that's sort of with any, any show or any series, you're going to come across that stuff. So I do have some really great stuff coming up that I'm excited about. I'm going to be, um, you know, uh, around town with different backgrounds. Some of it'll be zoom. Some of it'll be in person. Some of it'll be at a stadium. Some of it'll be in a suite at the ballpark. Some of it'll be, um, at a sponsor location. I have a couple new sponsors. So I, I try to do sponsors in like quarterly blocks. And so it's about to have time to roll in some new ones. And I'm excited about those partnerships, um, that are friends and just people that I've networked with and, um, that want to be a part of the show. And so we're going to incorporate that into where I'm filming from also. So a lot of cool stuff coming up um, for me and for you guys. So I want to hear from you. Um, of course, I love getting like when you walk up to me in person, if I know you personally, or if you're in Frisco and, and you tell me something that you heard or that you liked or an idea or a guest, I, I get so many guest ideas from you guys. And I love that. And I need that. So keep them coming. But, um, if you're not somebody that knows me personally and you listen to this, I would love for you to somehow reach out, tell me your feedback, even if it's just, Hey, you don't know me, but I listen, shoot me an email, send me a DM on Instagram. So, okay. Shoot me an email. That's Kelly at hustle and pro.com. K E L L Y at hustle H U S T L E the word and a N D pro pro.com super simple kelly at hustle and pro.com shoot me an email um leave a message on the youtube episode i love when i get comments on there i don't get very many and i would love more even if if you're a stranger or give it a thumbs up or share it with a friend or whatever but i would love to hear from you um and then like i said on instagram send me a message uh, that's hustle underscore and underscore pro. So just hustle and pro the spaces are underscore bars, super easy to find there. And that's mixed in with my personal life on Instagram. So you're going to see a mix of posts about FC Dallas game or a player and posts about us being at the Rough Riders game as a family or whatever I've got going on in my life. I realize there's so much overlap with my hustle and pro sports work and my life personally in sports, it all blends together at some point. And so it's all on there mixed in there for you. Um, and for, (laughs) for anybody to comment, but let me know if you're a follower or a listener would just love to hear if you have ideas, if you know somebody that's a great athlete or a story or a former athlete or coach or story, and you want to hear their story here, uh, let me know. I would love to hear about them and I can, you can connect us or I can connect. I'm, I'm happy to reach out. Um, yeah. So I want feedback from you guys, ideas from you guys, and just hello and waves from you guys so that I know you're out there listening. So I've got energy going into my fourth year. I feel like those terrible twos are behind me. I've, I've, I've learned a lot and I've had those struggles and the moments that didn't work out and some really, really great big highlight moments that I love. And so I'm jazzed going into this next year. And, um, thank you for joining along with me, (laughs) um, whether you've been listening from day one or you're brand new and this is the only thing you've ever heard. 
thank you. If this is the only thing you've ever heard, I'm sorry, because this is a, a weak point in the, in the journey of hustle and pro. I mean, I don't even have a guest on today, but I feel like it's important to just sort of talk to you guys. Sometimes I have gotten feedback that they, people want to hear episodes with just me hosting. And they're like, why do you always have guests? Just come and talk to us about your opinions on different things going on. And I'm like, really? Do you want to hear from just me? Um, but I'm going to try, I'm going to come prepared with some thoughts and some things that I want to talk to you guys about. So, uh, you know, we'll do some of that this year too. So yeah, thank you. Whether you're a day one or, um, you know, this is your day one. So I appreciate you taking the time you've gotten this far into the episode. That means you're a diehard, hopefully. Um, and yeah, and so come back again, subscribe wherever you listen so you can get notified when there's more episodes. Come back, there'll be a guest next time, I promise. It's gonna be from the natatorium. It's gonna be Connor, that high school swimmer who's breaking records left and right and doing big things. And then we'll have, you know, we'll, we're going to talk some sports nutrition and some baseball and some basketball episodes coming up. So all kinds of different things. And I'm excited to get on to year four with you guys. So thanks for listening and watching this episode of Hustle and Pro. We'll see you next time. Bye.